another episode of Branding for Believers. Shimmy shake, right? Okay. So I have been waiting for this episode. I'm excited about this one. This one, I felt it. I felt it to the point of tears and hopefully I can get through it without tears. Um, and happy tears, just like being just that excited about it. So episode 44, your best bio yet is what we're going to be talking about today. So at the, by the time this episode airs, Believing Bigger will be out. The baby is here. I'm telling you, that's how it has felt. It's like this final push, man, contractions in the whole bit. And I hope you got it during the week of launch for the bargain price of $7, because after that, it's 18 bucks. And I want you guys to buy multiple copies. So really, for 7 bucks, it's almost like getting three for one. So hopefully you will take advantage of that, because I want it to be shared in your circles amongst your peoples. Uh, Faith Summit registration is happening, and as always, please do uh, check out Believe Bigger. Uh, BelieveBiggerSummit.com and see whether or not you will be joining me in Chicago or in D.C. June 17th or 24th. I picked Fridays instead of Saturdays because like Saturdays and Junes are crazy. Somebody's getting married. Somebody's graduating, that sort of thing. So I'm like, let me go ahead and lean on the Friday side of things. So make sure you go ahead and check that out. So this episode, um, our guiding thought for today is when the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, he said, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. And in some versions, it says you mighty man of valor. And this is coming from Judges 6, 12. So what we're going to be talking about today is God sees your potential. We're also going to be talking about a reference example, the very powerful Octavia Butler. So be it. See to it. The power of those words. We're going to talk about Jesus bio. So the best bio yet, like we're going to be talking about the Jesus bio. And then we're going to be talking about your believe bigger bio in this episode. So just to give you some background in case you're like Gideon, who was that? Gideon in the 300. So if you've ever seen that movie 300, this is Sparta, you know, like that whole thing. That was like a plagiarized knockoff of Gideon and the 300. Okay. Like guys like, see, y'all just stole my stuff and just, you know, turned it into something else. But, um, notice our verse says that Gideon says, the Lord is with you, you mighty man of valor, you mighty warrior. But if you read that chapter, Judges 6 and Judges 7, Gideon was a punk. Like, he's not the kind of guy that you would be like, yeah, I want to go into battle with that dude. Gideon was not that dude, okay? Gideon was not the kind that you would posse up behind, like, into battle. He was so not about that life. Um, by our standards, we would consider him a coward. And yet... God called him a mighty warrior, a mighty man of valor. Hopefully already you're seeing that there is a disconnect between who Gideon was at the time of his calling versus who Gideon was at the time of his victory. There was a difference between who Gideon was at the time of his calling versus what God saw Gideon to be. Okay. Gideon was afraid when God called him. He thought he had the wrong number because God had called Gideon into battle to fight the Midianites. OK, Gideon, we're talking and the Midianites, they were they were deep. OK, like mob deep. They were deep. They were like 140,000 deep. OK, so it wasn't just, oh, we're going to fight the Jacksons on the corner. No, it was like they were deep. OK, and so when Gideon, when God called Gideon, Gideon was like, 
what you talking about, Willis? Like, not me. Okay, he thought that that he would have the wrong guy. And so he asked God for a sign, and then God gave him one. And then he was like, can you give me another one just so I can make sure that it's you? And then God gave him what he asked for. And Gideon was asked to take an army to fight the Midianites. And when Gideon started, he started at about 30,000 people. He had 30,000 dudes. And God said, that's too many. Then it got down to like 10,000 dudes. And God was like, that's too many. And then by the end, all Gideon had was 300. And Gideon, I told you, he was a coward. He was a punk. He was not about that life. And he was like, you know, just like, like what we going to do? You know, like that. He, that he, that's how he was feeling about it. And if you read the book of Judges, chapter seven, you will see that God just came through and just, man, just laid waste to the Midianites. Um, but Gideon had to trust. But what I want us to focus on was Gideon's bio. According to God, Gideon's bio said, you're a mighty warrior. In Gideon's book, he was like, I'm just a farm boy. I'm not, I'm not a mighty warrior. But if you read the story, God had already spoken into his bio. So the first point that I want to bring out of this pie class is this. God sees your potential. God gave Gideon a sneak peek of his future. Okay. You know where a lot of the fear comes from? We talk about fear all the time, but you know where a lot of fear comes from? The uncertainty. I just don't know. I just don't know. I don't know. Like, yeah, I know I got these gifts. Yeah, I know I got this calling. Yeah, I know I'm really good at these things, but starting a business, building a brand. I, I just don't know. But you know what's great about not knowing? You know somebody who does know. You know somebody who knows. So the uncertainty that you have, the I just don't know, but God does know. And so this goes back to, do you trust him? You don't know, but he knows. He called you. He gave you a sneak peek of your bio. And we start to shrink back. God sees your potential. So even though you may not see it in yourself, he sees it in you. God knew Gideon's limitations. God knew Gideon was a punk. <laughs> he knew that Gideon was not about that life. Um, but God is not a God of limitation. Okay. So he did not speak to Gideon's right now. He spoke to Gideon's not yet. He's like, you know what? You don't see it now, but I'm telling you, this is what you're going to be. And so God sees what you cannot see in yourself. If God is calling you a leader, okay, so you might be comfortable in the background, like, oh, I'm cool behind the scenes. But if God is calling you in front of the camera, if God is calling you in front of the microphone, if God is calling you from behind your husband and your kids and everybody else that you've supported to do great things and saying, no, I'm calling you to step out front. He sees something that you don't see. Do you trust his vision? If he's calling you to be a teacher and you be like, oh, I don't teach, you know, I just, I like to learn, but I don't like to teach. If he's calling you to do that, obviously he sees something that you don't. If he's calling you to build an empire, he sees your not yet. God has already seen your bio. The Bible says that God is the author and the finisher of your fear. No, the author and the finisher of your faith. If you have faith, God is like, this bio is cold. E, you just don't know. But if you are fearful, God is like, I don't have nothing to do with that. If you scared, what does uh, Stacey King say? If you scared, go buy a dog. Yeah. He said, if you scared, I don't have nothing to do with that. I'm the author and finisher of your faith. 
not the author and finisher of your fear. So if you're fearful, I don't know what your bio says. I don't know what the end is going to be. But if you got faith, come on. I called you. I see it. Let's go. The question is, are you going to go? He's already written your bio. He's written your faith bio. So you might be thinking, well, how can you say that? You know, Dr. Shante, you know, can you back that thing up? It's funny, you know, like off camera, we were talking about uh, trap music. And yes, I will admit, listeners, I used to be a fan of trap music. Every now and then a song will still catch me, um, <laughs> catch me off guard. And one of my favorite trap songs, it used to be like, back that thing up. And so when I go into the English class and I'm telling my students, I'm like, okay, you can't be making claims without some sort of substantiation. If you make a claim, you got to back that thing up. And so I'm going to go ahead and back this up. Okay, so we have God has written the bio. God has written your faith bio. He sees your potential. The Bible says this, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. So if you're not Slim Shady, he's like, I got you. Your steps, I, I've already seen what that path is going to be if you are willing to act and live righteously. Proverbs 19.21, it's funny, a few weeks ago I was in Proverbs 18.21, but here we are, Proverbs 19.21 says, many are the plans of man, but it is the Lord's purpose that will be established. It is the Lord's purpose that will prevail. So I know you don't think about yourself in these grandiose terms. I know that you think, oh, well, I'm just this little person. I know you think, well, I might just be too old for this, or, you know, my time has passed, or I should have done this when the kids were younger. And, you know, you have all of those things, but, and I know that you have these plans about, you know, well, I'm just going to shrink back into oblivion because I missed my opportunity. But if the Lord has called you, it is his plan, his purpose for your life that will prevail, which means it will win. He's like, I win. Yeah, you got your plans, but I got this. Let me tell you something. <laughs> uh, roll the tape back. I never saw myself as a podcaster. A pod what? A who what? Ten years ago, I was like, I just want to be a professor and ride the gravy train into tenure and retirement and a fat pension. But I live in Illinois, so Lord knows whether I'm gonna have a pension, okay? Um, but the fact is, is that I didn't see any of this. Believing bigger, a brand, a strategist, that was so not in my bio. I didn't write any of this. I didn't script any of this. But when God said, I want you to step out of that classroom and I want you to do something more, bam. So what you're seeing, what you see manifest before you is God's bio. God saw my not yet. And all I had to say was, yes, I'll go. So my question to you is my challenge to you is if he's already given you a glimpse, a sneak peek, and you've already kind of like, well, asking for a sign, he's going to give you confirmation because God will do that. He will give you confirmation. And once you say yes, boom, you will see his bio for you. So you think you know what you're going to do. But when you have a bio of faith, when you have a, a person of faith, then your bio has already been written. You just waiting to see what's going to show up and manifest. So this is so powerful. I saw this on Blavity. So you go to blavity.com forward slash Octavia dash Butler and Octavia Butler, national bestselling author, science fiction writer, a sister writing science fiction. I was like that right there is just dope. Okay. Um, MacArthur Foundation winner. I don't know if you know much about the MacArthur Foundation, but basically it's people who it's a foundation of people that award uh, people who they consider to be geniuses or making a substantial contribution to society. You can't submit a nomination for it. There's a panel of people. They decide they watch you. And then if they choose you, you get six hundred twenty five, six hundred fifty thousand dollars free and clear to just go and be dope. She wrote 1988. This is what her bio says. It says, I shall be a best-selling writer 
after Imago. Each of my books will be on the bestseller list of the LA Times, the New York Times, Publishers Weekly, etc. Um, my novels will go into the above list, whether publishers push them hard or not. She underscores that. She says whether the publisher pushes it or not, I'm going to be on that list. Whether the person who prints the books or not, you know, goes hard for me, I'm going to be on that list. That's what she says. And she says whether I'm paid a high advance or not, whether I ever win another award or not, this is my life. I write best-selling novels. My novels go onto the bestseller list on or shortly after publication. My novels each travel up to the top of the bestseller list. She she underlines bestseller each list. They're going to reach the top and they're going to stay on top for months, at least two. Each of my novels does this. And then she underlines, so be it, see to it. So be it, see to it. She says, I will find the way to do this. So be it, see to it. And she did it. She did it. She wrote her future. She wrote her bio. And so I started doing some research because that so be it was making me feel some kind of way. I was like, you better say that, Octavia. And then I went, I looked at so be it. You know what the synonym for so be it is? Amen. Amen. She said, I'm going to do this. Amen. I'm going to be about that life. Amen. My list, my books are going to reach the bestseller list. Amen. So be it. And when I look further, what does amen mean? It means truth. It means absolutely. This is going to happen. And that's the truth. This is going to happen. And that's absolutely. Mind you, these things had not happened yet. This is what she believed. This was her believe bigger moment. And she believed it so with so much conviction, she was ready to put it down on paper and say, this is my bio. No, I'm not here yet, but this is what I want you to read. This is what I'm going to read. Words of affirmation. And then she saw herself and then God come through $650,000. I'll take it. (laughs) I'll take it. And so when I'm reading that, you're not yet bio is you have to be willing to see your truth. God is the author and finisher of faith, not fear. And so what is your so be it? What are you going to see to it? Because she says, so be it. Not only is this true, not only is this an amen, but see to it. Now I got some work to do. She said, it's not about what the publishers do. We talked about how sometimes we look outside of ourselves, you know, for the answers. And we look outside of ourselves for somebody to push our stuff. Well, I hired a publicist. Well, I hired, you know, a social media marketer. Well, I hired it. But what did you do? What did you do? She said, this is what's going to happen. And she was willing to do the work. The reason why she has such conviction is because she knew what she was willing to do with the gifts that she had. So I'm not talking about the bio that's on your social media right now. Yes, I was born by the river in a little tent and I went to Susie Brook Middle School. And nobody cares about that bio. I'm talking about one like this here. One like this here, a sister girl in science fiction, you just don't see it, but she did it. So be it. See to it. And so when I saw that, I was like, man, amen. It is so it's the truth. It's the absolutely. And then I started to think about Jesus bio. I was like, man, this sounds familiar because hold up, go back to, to Octavia's uh, bio. She said, I shall be. She could have said, I will be. She said, I shall be. Okay. And that word shall, it has a little bit extra emphasis. And so I was thinking, I was like, man, where have I heard this before? This is what brings me to Jesus' bio. For unto us, a child is born. 
unto us a son is given and the government shall be upon his shoulders and his name shall be called wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. Let me break this down for you. For unto us, a child is born. Jesus wasn't even grown yet. His bio was written when he came through on the scene. This child from birth shall be the bomb.com. He's going to be our salvation. Sometimes we just want to wait until it happens. We want to wait until it manifests. We like these Dalton Thomases. We from Missouri. I got to see it. You got to show me. See it right now. Faith is I, I see it even when it's not there. You got to see it right now. Why are you stuck? Why are you stalled? Why things ain't happening the way you think you ought to happen? Because you too much up here instead of right up here with it. It shall be. Jesus' bio was written before he even got here. This, this is out of Isaiah, Old Testament. Jesus don't show up till like Matthew, okay? This is Isaiah. For unto us this child is born. The government shall be upon his shoulder. In other words, he's going to come here and he's going to affirm his authority. He is the beginning and the end of the law. That's what that means. He shall be. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Show of hands. How many of you have known God to be these things for you? Bay? <laughs> I can testify about it. Everything that he shall be called on that list. Yes and amen. I've been there. Your words have power. Every doubt, every dagger of doubt is killing your dream. It's killing your future. It's strangling your legacy and your kids will grow up to see you being mediocre instead of one who exercised faith. So be it. Amen. See to it. Get to work. Y'all feel me? Obviously I'm passionate about it, but I can't help but be passionate because this thing is real. I'm not up here for my health. I'm on mucinix right now. There's like post nasal drip happening right now, but I'm committed. Okay. I'm like, you don't want me to get this word out, but I'm gonna get it. Okay. Next. <laughs> so you're not yet bio. Oftentimes we are so afraid to proclaim a life of victory because we don't want to be disappointed. We don't want to be disappointed, but here's what I've learned about God. He's not going to take anything away from you. That's supposed to be a part of your destiny. If somebody leaves your life, that's okay. They weren't supposed to be there. They're not a part of your destiny. They're not a part of the bio. Jesus started with 12. How many he end up with? 11. <laughs> 11 of them. Because Judas dipped off. That was for the fulfillment of prophecy. But the point is, everybody that starts with you is not going to stay with you. And that's okay. That's okay. Okay. We've been disappointed in life. And so sometimes we don't want to write these things down because we're so afraid that they're not going to happen. So be it. See to it. It's not just amen, it's truth. It's like, I'm going to do something about this, okay? But the gifts that God has given you are designed to fulfill a greater purpose. If you still have doubts, if after all of this, my passionate appeal and conviction to you, again, I'm going to back it up again. Jeremiah 33 says, call to me and I will answer you and I will show you great and mighty things that you do not know. You don't have to take my word for it. In fact, don't. He says, call to me, I will answer you. And sometimes we think, oh, really, God, like it's like 4.6 billion people on the earth. You gonna answer me? 
Yeah. You. You. God don't care about what I'm doing. You. Here come tap you on the shoulder. I know some of us have lived long enough to know God will get your attention when he wants it. Hmm. <laughs> Things are happening. You'd be like, okay, okay. Hey, yeah, I missed a few services. Okay. I'm back on it. <laughs> I'm back right. You know, but call to me and I will answer you and I will show you great and mighty things. So, you know, you're not yet bio. Stop being afraid. So let's talk about your Believe Bigger buyer. bio. Words have power. Use them. What I want you guys to do, I want you to replay this episode. I want you to hear it. I want you to take out a sheet of paper and I want you to think. I want you to call upon your gifts and the wisdom of God to write your future. Okay. So here's what this means. If deep in your soul and deep in your spirit, you want to sing like Fantasia, but God is not giving you that gift. That's not the bio you need to be writing. Okay. Like let's, let's be real. <laughs> let's be honest. And I am telling you, you're not about that life. Okay. I'm, I just want to, you're not going. <laughs> okay. You're not going. So, but I want you to take out a sheet of paper, call upon your gifts and the wisdom of God to write your future. Don't write in your limitations. Don't write those limitations because you're going to be tempted to do it. You're going to be tempted to write something that's really lofty and really awesome. And then you're going to want to scratch it out. You're going to want to erase it and be like, no, nah, that's too much. <clears throat> God authors faith. He has nothing to do with fear. Don't write a fear bio because you already got that. You already got that. How about trying something new? This is your best bio yet. Don't write from fear and then get ready to see to it. Don't write it down and then say, all right, I wrote it. Let's make it rain. No, get, get to work. you got some work to do. you got things to do. Your Believe bi Bigger bio looks like this. I shall own. Some of you are aspiring to own your own property. Okay, okay, if you see that in your future and in your vision, okay, God-given, write that. I shall receive. I shall reach millions of people. I shall build a media empire. I shall be an award-winning something, something, something. I will be a best-selling author, something, something, something. So be it. See to it. I'm going to post these prompts in the show notes so that you can just see. Okay, if you need some, some starters about where am I going to start this Believe Bigger bio, where is that going to come from? Make affirmations and say them daily, okay? Because what you say, you don't say things that you don't believe. So say them with conviction, and then work to manifest them. Let me be clear. A bio is not a wish list. I will own a Lambo. I'm going to own that Maserati. That's not what this is. If, if that's what you got out of this, you missed the whole point. Go back, roll the tape back, okay? Um, because Gideon's, Gideon's uh, victory of the Midianites with the 300, you think that was so that Gideon could be the man? No, that's so Gideon could run up out of there like, let me tell you what the Lord done did. When God blesses you, it's always going to be in a way that gives him glory. Don't shy away from the spotlight because God knows how to get his. He knows how to make that way out of no way. So you stop fretting about that. Your Believe Bigger bio is not a demonstration of what you can do. It is what you believe God can do through you. So be it. So be it. See to it. Amen. All right. I guess the most powerful thing I got out of it was God does not have limitations. So sometimes we limit what 
what we can actually um, achieve when he already sees what we're going to be. So that to me spoke volumes like it kind of diminishes fear a little bit because you you have a backing that's telling you where you're going to already go. So that's what I got from it. Thank you for saying that. In terms of limitations, let me tell you what I know about podcasting. Nothing. So, you know, sometimes people are like, oh, you know, I want you to teach me how to podcast. I'm like, babe, I'm not the one to teach you how to Dougie. I, the technical behind the scenes of it, I, God literally dropped people into my lap and said, I'm going to help you with this. And I was like, thank you, because I just didn't. But because I was willing to answer the call, he just stepped up and did it. And so I have tons of limitations, most of them in the technical realm. Okay. But I serve a God that doesn't have limitations. And so you're right. It just diminishes that. It's like, well, I don't know how to do it, but you know somebody that know how to do it. So I need you to send them my way. And he did. I love when you spoke about using the gift that God gave you, like everybody can't sing, but everybody has some kind of talent, something they can utilize it and, um, you know, utilize what you, you you have and not try to do what you don't can't do. Like China's always good at speaking out and <laughs> when we go places. She, and she knows I'm very shy. Was old. But see, look at you stepping it. right on out, yeah, stepping exactly. right on out, you know, and and sometimes it's the first step. I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm so grateful because um, China, she came here. And we hadn't started yet. And she was like, I'm going to go get my mama, you know. And that's what I'm talking about. Like, I want people to, that's what I mean. Go bring somebody on this faith journey with you. You know, it's, this stuff is, if we could just, man, imagine what your life would be if you lived in a constant state of faith instead of a constant state of fear. It's like, man, how much farther along would we be, right? You was talking about get again, about um, how guys, how they thought looked at him as being a coward, which I'm a coward in public speaking. And so I think this is the big step for me to come out of my shell. And you see Shantae got me on the microphone and they recorded me. <laughs> so I'm learning a lot from that. And that's my biggest fear. And, and it's holding me back too. Yeah. The thing is, is that regret is heavy. Regret is heavy. You know, I watched The Biggest Loser um, and there's always the episode like close to the end, like the final episode where they have to run with all of the weight that they had originally. And then at each checkpoint, they get to take some of that weight off. They get to take some of that weight off. So if they lost a 14 pounds in week six, then when they get to the six mile marker, they get to take that weight off. Regret is like that. It's like that. And regrets are usually rooted in fear. And I don't, I don't want that for you. Why am I here with post nasal drip because I'm that committed. I like, I know this is not about me. I know that somebody in this room, somebody in the world needs to hear what I just had to say. Some, cause sometimes all it takes is just a spark, just a spark of inspiration. Just that one little thing that you just, you know, you walk out of here. So be it, see to it. And then, you know, that's just what you need. And then you look back a year from now, like, man, that was the moment that things changed for me. That's the moment when it clicked. And so I hope this guys is clicking. For, I hope that this message is clicking for you. I hope it's clicking for you guys out there listening and watching. As always, you can hit me at Dr. Shante Says um, at Branding for Believers. Um, I so appreciate you guys so much and I will catch you on my next episode. Thank you. Thank you for watching and listening Branding for Believers. You can get all of today's show notes at brandingforbelievers.com and you can follow Dr. Shante on Twitter and Instagram at Dr. Shante Says and don't forget to tune in for the next episode. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening.